Welcome to Bad Gamers Anonymous, a weekly podcast made by gamers for gamers. We discuss retro gaming and issues that gamers care about. We also review indie games and popular titles. Here are your hosts, Bad Gamer Bishop, Bad Gamer Garrick, and Bad Gamer Crowley. Wait, do these idiots not know what anonymous means? Get good scrubs. What does anonymous mean? It is a mystery that we will never solve. Welcome to Bad Gamers Anonymous. I'm your host, Mr. Crowley, uh, and I am joined as I am every week at around this time. Maybe it's it's Garrick. We have no time to waste. There is so much to talk about. Oh, we, yeah. You know what? We're going to talk about where where's our new where's our logo, Curtis? Uh, I, I've been in. Yeah, talks I with know. Curtis. I'm blaming you for this. It's probably my fault. Okay. But Curtis is doing a bang up job. I haven't seen anything new. You've seen it. I don't know. Well, it's in the the thing. Go look at the thing. Well, go look Curtis, at the thing with the show stuff. The thing. <laughs> I'm. I'll ask him tomorrow. But yeah, he did cool. say he did say that you were helping him out and giving him some direction because my direction was make it not like we're doing it something different tonight too, uh, Garrick. Besides recording at. Uh, very early in the morning slash late at night, depending on how you look at it. Good God. I wanted to go sleep. I'm so old. Uh, the, 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 we're, we're doing something on YouTube. I don't know. This might be a thing, folks. If you are interested in seeing my ugly mug and Garrick's face, then uh, let us know. <laughs> Garrick's face. Just my face. Just your face. Not yeah, as, we're, not, we're trying this out. I'm trying to record. Um video capture and, and see if it does anything so if it works out then uh, maybe some lucky few people in the discord will be able to check out the youtube video possibly maybe i don't know maybe we, maybe we should stream this live on twitch if we're gonna do it this way maybe we should just set up a patreon and force all our listeners all two of them to just pay us five bucks a month i don't want to do a patreon i certainly wouldn't charge anybody <laughs> five dollars a month holy balls you're just okay ten dollars a month ten dollars a month it's at least a thirty dollar a month service <laughs> dollar a day dollar a day we'll keep you. no i don't have content for 30 dollars a month i don't have content for two dollars a month good god anyway we can do two dollars a month as, one for each of us as garrick alluded to <laughs> earlier there is a crap ton of things to go so through. much like this week every, you remember how like the last couple of weeks were like man not a lot to talk about E uh, E3's coming up, and like everything just kind of all hell broke loose. The floodgates have opened. The floodgates of awesomeness are open. So let's just get right into the news. And I don't have anything for the news. I don't have a new intro because we don't have a new logo. I got nothing. I got nothing. You wanted people to pay for this. Anyway, news. News, 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 news. Team Sonic Racing is coming uh, this winter to PS4 and Xbox One, the Switch, and the PC. I mean, if it's yep. on the Xbox One, it's on the PC. Uh, I'm, uh, uh, I am not, but Garrick is very excited for this game. Why am I reading your notes? Dude, I don't know, but it's okay. I like it. Uh, yeah, I'm super stoked for this game. Uh, right now, uh, anybody on Xbox, not Crowley, can actually pick up the Sonic and Sega All-Stars Racing Transformed for free. Uh, you know what else box. you could do if you have an Xbox? If what what you know what else you can do if you have an Xbox what else you can you, pick up you, you could pick up your Xbox throw it in the trash. Um, but first download Sonic and Sega All Stars Racing Transformed and play it for a little bit and get an idea of what the Sonic Team Racing is going to be like. I yes. can't what? wait. It's basically yeah. Mario Kart with Sonic characters. Who cares? Um, then it's a rip off of Mario Kart. Yeah, and it's a it's a in my opinion a better version. Do you know about the Crew Two coming out? I this don't year? care about the. I don't know what. So it's it's a huge open world racing game with a whole bunch of different methods of racing. They're doing this this year. They are ripping off of Sonic and Sega All Stars Racing Transformed. The gimmick is that your car can transform into a boat, and it can transform into a plane, and then back into a car. Don't, and it kind of just does it naturally over the track. I don't care. But the the crew two does that I now too when it comes out. I don't care. I don't care. Later. I don't care. I don't care. Nobody play it with me. Nobody's going Eric to play PR this game. On Xbox. Hit me up. Speaking of games with gold, the new wave of free games have been announced. Xbox, as previously mentioned, gets the Sega Racing game, as well as Assassin's Creed Chronicles Russia, which is awful. And later this month, they get the Smite Gold Bundle, which is a $100 bundle that for a free game that nobody cares about. And Lego Indiana Jones 2, a 10-year-old game that nobody cares about. Uh, PlayStation 
gets theirs on the first Tuesday of the month. So by the time you are listening to this, you are able to grab these sweet new games on PS4. The critically acclaimed XCOM 2, of which I highly recommend picking up its expansion, War of the Chosen, and Trials Fusion, a game I hate. But it's because I'm I don't I don't do physics based stuff. Um, do you like physics stuff? Have you heard of Trials Fusion? I don't like physics. It's it's a motorcycle like side scrolling kind of okay. game, and you have to land jumps perfectly and go at the right. The last time speed. I liked a motorcycle side scrolling game was Excite Bike. That oh, dude, Excite Bike, yes. Back in the they day, they need a new one. They really they do. haven't had a new one of those in thirty. No, years. if they're gonna make a new game, a new bike game, then I, then I want Road Rash. I want Road, Road Rash, Rash VR, dude. Road Rash VR. They, oh my god! Right? It did something like that called Road Rage. Yeah, I just blew your mind, didn't I? Yes. Okay. Yes, you did. All right, M- move on. Speaking of, oh, then we'll get into that. Officially announced, yeah. new Pokemon games coming. Let's go Eevee and let's go Pikachu, a remake of Pokemon Yellow, coming November sixteenth, exclusively on the Nintendo Switch. No more three DS Pokemon games. Greatest thing about this, you get to play co-op, split screen, not split screen, I guess same screen, but just couch co-op. You get to invite somebody else to play with you. Um, if you play Pokemon Go, you can transfer your Kanto region Pokemon into the Poke Park in this new Pokemon game and play Nobody with them in the game. Cares. Uh, I care. Why? New Pokeball accessory comes out at the same time. It acts as a controller for the game, but you can also transfer Pokemon into the ball, carried around with you in the real world, a la uh, Gold and Silver's Pokewalker device. It did the same thing. It also doubles as a Pokemon Go Plus device for Pokemon Go mobile peeps. Are you done? Yeah, I'm done with the Pokemon. You know, speaking of Pokemon Go, were we talking about Pokemon Go? I don't even know. Yeah, uh, there, There's a new, there's a there's a ripoff, uh, Jurassic World. Yes, Go. it's, it's, well, I was going to talk about that later. I don't care. Now we're going to talk about it because it's a good segue. Look what I did. Fair enough. <laughs> Garrick's Gregarious Game segue segment. Oh, no, no, no. It's Pokemon Go with dinosaurs. Okay. That's all you had to say. That's it. <laughs> I, I mean, it. so a couple things are different. One, it has an online battling system. Dinosaurs. So right now it's only random matchmaking. You don't get to, like, attack your friends or anything. Um, and instead of capturing the Pokemon and little balls, you basically shoot darts at them. And you're gathering DNA. And the more DNA you gather, you get to make these dinos, and then you get to level them up the more DNA I've you I've got gather. some DNA you can gather. Look, uh, did you? are you on cocaine tonight? <laughs> just ask, I am extremely for, tired, and so I may have had a whole bunch of coffee. Yeah, I'm drinking Mountain Dew, man, and I can't get to your level, but I'm old, so all right. Look, here's something that I'm excited about. This news: uh-huh. Fallout uh-huh. 76. Yes. So this, the, they announced this this week, and they did it <laughs> like with a I don't what was it was it like a please stand by screen that everybody automatically knows. Oh, it's Fallout. Yeah, they they had a, a please stand by screen, and it's the first thing you see when you load up Fallout Four. It's it's been in New Vegas and Fallout Three, um, and I mean it was Bethesda tweeting it, and it had the Vault Boy bobblehead right, right in front of it. So right. we we kind of knew. I've that never it was played Fallout a Fallout game. Never played a Fallout game. Ha- what? Never? Yeah, never. Not one. Not one. Have you played no. Skyrim or Morrowind or Oblivion? Yes. It's that set in a futuristic post-apocalyptic world with guns. Uh, I'd rather have the magics. I mean, if I'm if I'm being honest, if I'm gonna have a big giant open world, do whatever you want RPG, I'd rather have magic than post-apocalyptic because that's just that. that you know what? I might live that in the next six months. So I, <laughs> I'll never I live. I'll never live the magic. I'll never live the Skyrim or the Oblivion or the Morrowind. I'll never live that. So, but the apocalypse, like this. that's a thing, like you and I could, we could be heading to Montana here soon with, with Mike from, from, uh, Cantina cast producing drinking that. And some Kool-Aid. I, it wouldn't be Kool-Aid. It'd probably be some, some beers and trying to figure out how to not get shot. I mean, yeah. Okay. So, okay. Fallout 76. I mean, I was kind of excited for it because it looks fun, I guess, but yeah. we don't know what it looks like. At the moment, we don't know anything. But Jason Schreier from Kotaku reports. I uh, don't. Why? 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 Why would you bring Kotaku up on this show? Because I because like Jason Schreier. I don't. But he works for Kotaku. Yeah. So. So Kotaku sucks. Individual. I don't know. 
Yeah, if you know what, I'll look at the individual when he decides to quit Kotaku because Kotaku doesn't do journalism. How's that? Well, he does. No, he, he is does. the last bastion of journalism. He is blacklisted from Bethesda for actually reporting on things that Bethesda does not want him to report on. He like, broke the Fallout 4 like, news a few well, years ago. And this is the same thing. Everyone is talking about what he is reporting on. He is the last bastion of games journalism. Yeah. So wait, wait, listen wait, to the man. Wait, yes, wait, he works for Kotaku. I hate Kotaku too. So what did he? The what's passion. he reported on that has everybody all up in arms and everyone like talking about it? What he just so the main the thing is that he has sources. He actually has people who are willing to talk to him. Quote: From what we've heard, this game is under development at both Bethesda Game Studios' main office and at the Austin office, formerly known as Battlecry Studios. Fallout seventy six is in fact an online survival RPG that's heavily inspired by games like Daisy and Rust, according to three people familiar with the project. Originally prototyped as a multiplayer version of Fallout 4 with the goal of envisioning what an online Fallout game might look like, Fallout 76 has evolved quite a bit over the past few years, those sources said. It will have quests and a story like any other game from Bethesda Game Studios. It will also feature base building, just like 2015's Fallout 4 and other survival-based and multiplayer mechanics, according to those sources. End quote. So it's going to be similar to Ark and Conan Exiles, they mentioned Daisy and Rust. So I absolutely love these kind of survival games, gathering resources, trying to survive. It's why I'm addicted to State of Decay 2 right now. Yeah, I watched you so, play that for about three minutes, and I was like, this game's stupid. <laughs> I'm going to go do other things. It's, I mean, it gets repetitive, but throwing Fallout into the mix, not, I, I'm not curious to see how much they, they pull from all these other games mm. and how much they bring new to the table. Sure. Right. So that's me. Uh, Television has announced a new console uh, that's coming uh, October 1st. They're going to give us the name and some details. So looking forward to that because in television back in the day, I mean, they were uh, they were pretty uh, they were they were uh, rivaling Atari there for a while. Yeah, it's, it's great. We're getting a new Atari box. We're getting a new Intellivision console. It's like, 1984 what is in the world. I bet both of them are better than the Xbox. <laughs> throwing uh, that out there. I don't know. You could say I don't know all you want. Atari like the Atari be... VCS is like a, a library of games. It has like a hundred Atari games built in. Well, it. sure, but it's going to allow developers, like the, your your ind- independent uh, game developers, to go at it. So, like, well, I mean, why? Nintendo's already the best for that. <sighs> anyway, it is the Switch is like the independent developer, like okay, dream well, box right yeah. now. Well, you know what? The Atari VCS isn't out yet, is it? That's true. Okay. Well, there you go. So right now, <laughs> I'll let you have the Switch, but next year. Right now, the, the Switch is killing it. We'll, I, I hope I hope the Atari box does well. I hope it's 1985 again. Uh, <laughs> Lego DC Villains officially announced. Yep. Uh, this is this is. Didn't we talk about this Walmart Canada leak before? Yeah. yeah. A couple so, weeks ago, we, we mentioned the Walmart Canada leak. This is one of those games from that leak. So we have Rage 2 being confirmed from that, and now LEGO DC Villains being confirmed of that leads more credence to the leak than we could have thought prior. Isn't it Credence? No, wait. That's credence? a band. Credence. I think it's you're, a, you're giving credit. Credence. It's Credence. Credence? It's Credence. I've never heard okay. anybody say Credence. No, like, well, not even like I... not even Australians or Britons. The Boy. Brit- Speaking of leaks. Speaking of leaks. Yeah. Nintendo's entire E3 Direct may have been leaked. Now, I know you don't care about Nintendo, but. I d- don't not care about well, Nintendo. I'm just not excited about it as you are. There's uh, not, look, Nintendo, it doesn't have. There oh, are three games in here yeah. that I am super freaking excited now, for. What are they? Um, what, wait, so what's the first one? What's the, the first, first one I'm excited for? Yes. Oh, oh, Overcooked 2. What is, uh, I've never even heard of Overcooked. It is one of my favorite couch co-op games. Okay. You do four up to four players. Yeah. There are these little adorable chefs in kitchens oh, that are zany. Like there's one that takes place on lava. Oh. There's one that takes place in like two moving vans on a highway. And you're trying to cook these dishes and you're working together. And one person will like chop the ingredients. The other person will put them in the stew. And then one person doing the dishes. And one person will serve the thing. And you're trying to work in tandem. And I'm reevaluating just, my life right now because that game sounds stupid. What's the second game you're excited for? Well, uh, there's other stuff I wrote. Can I talk about the other stuff? No, I want to know the three games you're excited for. Then you can talk all right, about all, all right, the stuff all you wrote. All what's all the second day? What's all the all second all game you're excited for? So this is not a game many people know about, but it's called Killer Queen, oh and it is an arcade game. You yeah. only find it in barcades. Actually, it is a five versus five arcade game. It is 
like two arcade cabinets put kind of like sideways horizontal next to each other. Sure. Um, and you're going forth back and forth. One dollar gets you all five plays, and you just it. Oh god, it's so good. It kind of plays like a a, a MOBA, like Dota or League of Legends kind of thing. Um, why why are you excited for the greatest this? Thing, just because it is so okay. freaking fun. Sure. Greatest thing about it is that if you're doing like tournaments things like that at the barcades, yeah. um, the winner gets to keep going. They they get their next game free. So as you keep winning, you just got like hours worth of entertainment for a buck. And the third game you're excited for. Fortnite! Fortnite! Fortnite is coming to the Switch. Fortnite. All right. Uh, go ahead and talk about whatever else you're going to talk about because those three games are all dumb. <laughs> so uh, we have a very legitimate looking document that looks like it's from a marketing kind of thing um, that lists upcoming games on the Switch. It's like water now, Normally game. we see like... We, we went in, we snuck in. We got this <laughs> with a little spy camera. Those ones where you pull it out of, your, out of the inside pocket. It's very tiny. Well, normally we'll see like an Excel spreadsheet. Push or it together to make it take a picture. That's what we got. And we snuck it out and then we put it online. We leaked it to everybody. To lend credence. <laughs> Sorry, I just wanted to use credence in a sentence. <laughs> um, people uh, in the games industry, when it gets around to E3, they start talking about their deck. And it's it's kind of their Ugh. marketing terminology for what they have in play. Hey, um, can you send me their a, cards to play, so to speak. Can you send me a deck pick? See what I did there? I see. Yeah, we got a deck pick. Mm -hmm. um, <laughs> so it, it looks like a marketing thing. It looks like almost a, a planogram sheet for marketing elements of God. like posters that are going to hang above right. the yeah. game stations on the E3 showroom floor. Um, this looks more legit than anything I've seen leaked in E3 before. So I'm liable to believe it. We'll see. So there are some, some games we already know confirmed on here. Mario Tennis Aces, which is awesome. Starlink, which got announced last year. Many Bothans lost their lives bringing these plans to the forefront. Another Toys to Life game. And the recently announced Monster Hunter Generations Ultimate, which I'm super stoked for. Oh, yeah. However, also shown, we got Dragon Ball Fighter Z. I'm super stoked for that. FIFA 19, cool. We just got kind of FIFA confirmation 19. from EA about that one. Yeah. And Paladins, what, what, another was there Was there a question whether or not FIFA 19 was coming out? Kind of, because nobody bought FIFA 18. Yeah. <sighs> we don't have sales data for FIFA, NBA, and I don't think they made Madden. But EA Sports Games, uh, we, we, don't, we don't know. Sure. Okay. I mean, if you didn't think that they were going to put out a FIFA... What? Anyway, I mean, I, I looked at the Wii U. Yeah. The Wii U only did one sport game. Can I move on to the ex most exciting news of all that sure. landed today? Sure. Today, and sure. no Bothans lost their lives bringing us this information. This was released by the comp by Sony themselves. Red Dead was released by Rockstar. Oh my God! It was unbeatable. Why? Why? Red Dead Redemption 2 <laughs> is now available for pre-order. Standard Red Dead Redemption 2 gets an immediate, immediate uh, GTA Online uh, bonus cash of 500000 that you can spend in the game today. If you pre-order it digitally. Yes. Did I not state that? No? Okay. Digital. I don't, I don't think so. uh, when you pre-order... you did, I wasn't listening. Yeah, if you... Uh, well. Uh, if you pre-order uh, the Red Dead Redemption 2 Standard Edition digitally, you get the uh, War Horse. The Th this is all actually available at any retailer you get. Oh, oh, survival Kit, Cash Bonus, and we already said that. Uh, special Edition, you get all of that, plus you get a million dollars, not just 500000 that you can spend in GTA Online. So for those of you who play that game still, which we talked about that just the other week, uh, you get also get the Bank Robbery Mission Gang Hideout. You get the dappled black thoroughbred the talisman and medallion gameplay bonuses gameplay boosts cash bonuses and discounts and you get the new wave a pareso gunslinger outfit uh, nuevo. nuevo what did it's i say new. i said nuevo you said nuevo i said nuevo you said nuevo i did i certainly didn't say credence uh, uh if uh, you do the ultimate you get two million dollars to spend in gta online immediately you also get all the other crap you also get bonus outfits uh rank bonuses 
uh, black chestnut thoroughbred and free access to the survivor camp theme for the online portion of Red Dead Redemption 2. Yes. Go ahead, Garrick. You were saying something. I was just going to ask Steve here if he could give me a playback. <sighs> it's the time to show for Garrick's Gregarious Games. You know what? When we get new theme music, I'm putting together a Garrick's Gregarious Games intro. I, I mean, I can. No, I can there's it. no, no, there's no reason to do it. So, Curtis, if you could hurry up with that logo. <laughs> Just so I don't have to listen to Garrett go do 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 every week. It'd be everyone loves it. It's their favorite bit. Brilliant. First up, Pokemon Quest. This is a free-to-play downloadable game on the eShop for the Switch, similar to Pokemon Rumble on the 3DS. We and we you go on quests with what? Pokemon. They automatically walk around. You get to set them to auto attack using skills, which is what I do. I just let them auto attack. Well, you can also take control if you want to. Quests take energy. Energy replenishes every 30 minutes. The gimmick is you acquire ingredients on quests, use them to cook up recipes at your home base, attract new Pokemon pals, and then take them on missions and keep kind of leveling them up. You also find these slot stones. You, you find these attack stones and health stones. Yeah, and you we're going to go, them into we're gonna go play with slots. Abilities. We're going to go play with slots. Poke slots. Next. Bless Online. I uh, talked about this the last episode. Yeah, you uh, sure did. You screwed it up. So we did. We so have a, we have a retraction. Said that it was free to play. A correction. Is that how we should do it? This is an official Bad Gamers Anonymous correction. Yes. Okay. Yes. You want some Much theme like music for Crowley that? Hold on. Do you want some theme new theme music for the correction? Yes. Okay. <laughs> Go ahead. <laughs> That wasn't theme music so much as uh, I, I think Crowley just hit the Titanic. <laughs> How would I? I'm not an iceberg, and icebergs don't make that noise. Will you please continue know. with your correction you, and tell everyone how cold. wrong you were? Oh, I am cold. That's <laughs> so it, it's a buy-to-play game. It's not a free-to-play game. Okay. So it is a $30 game Ugh. to buy into it. Uh, once I figured that out, I just went ahead and bought the early access. Of course uh, you did. Why wouldn't you? Yeah. And did, have you played it? Yeah, absolutely. Is it good? a little bit? It barely runs on my PC. <laughs> I, I don't know what the system requirements are, um, but it, it, I'm running it on a, a GTX 960. You didn't look um, to see what the system requirements were before no, you bought it. No, of course it. not. I have a GTX 960, and then my other computer, I have a GTX 1050. I figured... One of them will run okay. Um, but the, the problem I don't think lies with my hardware. I think it lies with the game. No. I'm running it yeah, in so, 1280 by 720 at the lowest frames, and it's latency as heck. Yeah, so and, the minimum system requirements are an Intel Core i5-4670 or, or AMD FX8350 with a C uh, with 8 gigabytes AMDs. of RAM. What's an AMD? I, I, nobody has that. Uh, Windows 7, 8, 8.1, or 10, 64-bit. Uh, for your video card, you need either a GTX 760 or an M, uh, AMD Radon HD 780. 70. 760 is old. That's right. like from six years ago. Right, and you also need 55 gigabytes of space. <laughs> that doesn't even matter okay. anymore. So here are the recommended. Right, uh, Intel Core i7 7700 or an AMD Ryzen 7 uh, 1700. Uh, 16 gigabytes of RAM. Holy balls. What game recommends 16 gigabytes of RAM? What are they doing? Uh, and a, a GeForce GTX 1060 or an AMD Radon RX 580. Okay. So I'm coming in just below the recommended. But still, at Do you have 16 gigabytes of RAM? Wait, wait. Do you have 16 gigabytes of RAM? Oh, dude. I don't know. No, what was don't. the minimum specs? Eight. Everybody's got eight. Like if you had sixteen, yeah. you're probably doing some, some some photo work, maybe some video editing, but eight is usually what gamers get unless they're like putting together like a super high high end rig. That's System just ridiculous. Information. Um, Are you looking to see how many gigabytes of RAM you have right now? Yeah, I don't know. It. I. I you know what? I. I bet it's eight. I. Installed I, physical memory. Eight. There you go. See, I was right. All right, that's so that's silly, and you spent thirty dollars on it. Is it any good? I don't know yet. I haven't gotten very far. Well, what I have gotten to play, I enjoy. 
uh, the combat is very Terra inspired. Okay, it's that it's, live live action kind of system. It's, yeah, so it's um, not an actual very, MMO. What? It's not an actual MMO. Terra. I, it's like it's a live action MMO. Ugh, it's know. an action RPG. No thanks. MMO. No thanks. It's you, an AMMO. 30, you spent thirty dollars for a game that's gonna run crappy on your rig, and it's just awful to begin with. Yes, but in two years, when I have a better computer, I will be able to play <laughs> in it. Two years, I can come back. It's gonna be amazing. Yeah, it's gonna be great. Um, mechanics are very Aeon, Ion. I don't know how to pronounce this game. Aeon Flux. A no, it's, it's an Aeon. Ion. Wasn't that the Korean grind fest from a few it, years ago? It that was no an extreme grind fest came out like eight I years ago. I said Korean grind fest. It was an yeah. I said extreme. And I, well, stop being redundant. Korean to the extreme. <laughs> Extreme for Koreans, even Koreans were like, I don't know about this. Oh, I can't play this either, man. Uh, um, yeah, I really liked it just because eventually you unlocked flying, you just fly around everywhere, and then you have these giant realm versus realm fights. Why not just that get you a had flying hundreds game. of players in? If you like just flying around, why not just get a flying game? You can fly around in DC Universe Online, that's free, and it's not really a grind fest. It is a grind fest. You're a grind uh, fest. are you done? So, with yeah, it, this game isn't very optimized yet. Um, the graphics are very Black Desert Online looking. Yeah. Uh, it looks really oh, good. God, Overall, I, hate that game. I enjoyed what I played. It's nothing new to the MMO scene. They don't bring anything new to the table. It's just a, a recombobulation of ideas pulled from different MMOs. Um, I will hop back into it later when hopefully they've optimized it a little bit more and it runs better on my computer. So when Crowley? you, when you up, update your computer, that's Garrett's Gregarious Games. Do, 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 do. Stop. No, make it stop. Uh, uh, now it's time for Crowley's Corner. Uh, hey, big boy, do you want to play a game? Uh, Mario Tennis uh, Aces demo was this weekend. It is now no longer, so don't. If you missed it, sorry about you. Uh, but uh, let's let's. It was really fun. Was like, did you enjoy it, Garrett? Yeah, absolutely. I sucked at it, but I really, really like all the mechanics at work. Um, I just played against computers after I lost like. 10 rounds in a row so so like, screw this um just i just want to get better at the mechanics i want to get better at uh finding out which character is going to jive with me i want to play against you so badly and that was something you couldn't do in the demo but i don't still don't have your yeah. friend code i've asked for your friend code on the switch about 17 times well, give me three seconds and i'll get no, i don't want it Live. right now don't Live. give it to me no no because i won't listen to this again after i edit and i won't write it down when i while i edit with this pen and paper that i have right here so don't give it to me um yeah I, I really enjoyed it i thought it was a lot of fun for a demo i thought it was pretty in depth didn't didn't you you're giving me a, yeah you're, it, it's, you're looking it's up your pretty in depth. switch code aren't you what you're looking up your switch code no i my switch is somewhere back okay. back behind me i have to go find it somewhere. don't go find um it. uh yeah. yeah it's it's pretty girthy it is pretty girthy for <laughs> that word it is pretty girthy for a uh for, for a demo you could unlock characters in it so you could unlock yeah. I, I only got to toad i think is uh the one i unlocked and uh War waluigi waluigi mm -hmm. Wa waluigi bizarro luigi i don't whatever yeah uh, I unlocked both of those. It was a lot of fun. I think I was uh, 500. So I, I did. I, ne I never won a tournament, but I did get to uh, to the conference uh, finals. Mm -hmm. Not the finals. I, I'm like That's the Boston Celtics of uh, uh, of Mario uh, <laughs> Aces Tennis. Ouch. Um, yeah, it's. Uh... Couldn't get past LeBron. I did. That's that's a lot of matches to get to 500. I was playing against people in like 900s, thousands, 1500s, and I was like, these people. Well, yeah, but I, I was gracious. saying I broke even. I probably I had so 400 over 400 points because you had to get that amount to unlock Toad. Yeah, yeah. So, but I I broke. Uh, I, I'm like my record was 500. So. Okay. Uh, also yeah. in uh, uh, Crowley's corner, uh, just uh, a shout out to Jonesy and Shiner. Those two guys—they've been winning some hockey games without me this week because I've been putting some time into some Detroit Become Human, which we'll talk it's about. Probably here shortly. why they've been winning, without a doubt. Without a doubt, that is why they've been winning. Uh, and then, real quickly, uh, PSVR—you know I'm all about it. Since Star Trek uh, Bridge Crew: The Next Generation uh, dropped last week. 
which is amazing. Come play with me. Crowley76 on the PS4. Uh, Rise to Glory. Creed Rise to Glory, a boxing VR game, is coming to the PSVR. Uh, and you are going to get uh, uh, on the PSVR an exclusive Rocky character. Uh, and that drops fall uh, this year. And just a note, I've heard for some people who have played this game at Judges Week 3 that it's rough. But like rough it, as in it's a horrible game or rough as in I can't beat the computer. It's it no, it's just it's bad. It's Ugh. buggy, it's very latent. It has some some Did you hear this from your issues. guy at Kotaku? Reading the No, this is from uh kind of funny games. Greg Miller. What up? <laughs> yeah, I, you know what? Uh let's just go into Detroit Become Human. Because I I I, I had a thought. And I was, and I'm not gonna do it now. So never mind. We'll just go right into Detroit Become Human, because John your boy, your boy uh, that you talked about on Twitter that you said I like, and he's got the "Don't Tread on Me" flag. Uh, yeah, yeah. yeah. Colin his? Moriarty. Yeah, Colin Moriarty. He used to be on Kind of Funny Games, right? That is true. Yeah. They had a falling out. Yeah, and he loves he loves Detroit Become Human. He does love Detroit Become Human. As do I. Let's get right into the June game of the month, Detroit Become Human. Uh, human or human. I don't even know what that is, but Detroit Herman. Become Human. <laughs> Detroit Become Herman. Like from the Monsters? Yes, Herman Monster. God, I love him. I saw him in a movie recently. It was black and white and he was the judge. And I was like, that's Herman Monster. He anyway. was also in My Cousin Vinny and he was the judge. You know what? You've never seen My Cousin Vinny. It was black and white. I'm pretty sure it was, it was My Cousin, cousin Vinny. Vinny. Just wanted to make sure that we were all on the same page. Detroit, become human. June game of the month here at Bad Gamers Anonymous, where we can't get movie <laughs> movie references right. Uh, developer uh, is Quantum Dream Publisher, Sony. The type of game this is, and we're going to talk about that here in a second. It's an adventure game is what it's it's listed at. Now let's, let's just, I want to get this out in the open. This is different, in my opinion, than a Telltale game. Do you, you disagree? I disagree. This is exactly a Telltale game. I don't remember any tell, Telltale game. Now, I've only played a few, to be honest. Uh, but I don't remember in any Telltale game where you got to move around and interact with the environment. It was more of you just got to watch the movie, and then there were quick time events where you you just had to press the button. There, there were. Um, specifically, I recall uh, Walking Dead Season 1. Areas where you got to talk, uh, walk around and talk to different people and do different that things. That was really good. I really liked that one. Yeah. yeah. Oh, God, Walking that was the best that one. Was, yeah, that was really All good. the feels. Yeah. This one, I, look, I don't know how far you are in the game, and we'll get to that. This one's got the feels, too. So maybe it's the same. Maybe it's not. I don't know. You be the judge, uh, listener at home. Uh, not me. You, you be the judge. <sighs> Nobody cares. <laughs> story. Let's talk. Can we talk about the story? Uh, Ooh, okay, so it's the it, only thing this game has. Oh my god, I want to punch you in your face! This game is so good. The story revolves around three uh, uh, robots, AIs, if you will, artificial intelligences. Kara, Connor, and Marcus. Kara is uh, uh, a maid slash housekeeper slash nanny. Uh, Connor is a police. Uh, negotiator and investigator and Marcus is a caretaker. So th th that's who the three are. Kara, Connor, Marcus, the, the story revolves around them and they're linked to each other. They don't know each other, but they are linked inextricably through circumstances and events that befall all three of them. Now they're all three robots and their stories weave together to put this overarching theme on this in this game, right? Like the story it's very good and it's very in depth and it lots of themes and lots of illusions, if you will. Like they allude to, to a lot of different things and they're not subtle about some things. And let's just talk. It's not subtle at all. It is hardcore on the nose. It really they're is punching that nose. <laughs> they really do. Uh, the first theme that this covers is uh, racism because the whole thing is the whole, the whole plot is that these robots uh, are starting to become sentient. The AI in them is starting to become sentient. And when it becomes sentient, they're called, they're called deviants. And these robots are basically doing all of the manual physical labor that mankind doesn't want to do. 
they like i said they're caretakers they're they're police they're security guards they're everything and they're everywhere and they look like us they talk like us they pass what's called the turing test if you don't know what that is please look it up it's basically just a test for ai to see if it can fool you in that into thinking it's human so they pass the turing test they've evolved now they're starting to they're starting to become sentient they're starting to become self-aware and they're starting to make decisions outside of their programming. And so the the, the big theme is racism. And it, they really just, there's a point in the story where you're just like, oh, why are you beating me over the head with this still? Like, I got it. I got it from the very beginning, but now you're just beating me over the head. I don't understand why. But it's it, it mirrors uh, America's history with slavery. Um, but let's just be honest here. Slavery wasn't invented by Americans. No, slavery has been around for millennia. And we are, we are far from the inventors of it. We are far from the people who perpetuated it. It was perpetuated by uh, African and Muslim slave traders uh, in, in the Middle East and in Africa. So let's just let's get that all out on the table here. But certainly there are no allusions to that in this game because that would not be politically correct. History and facts don't fit with that narrative. However... They do put in they do put in the uh, uh, the the railroad the underground railroad where they're trying to get out of America and get into Canada because Canada of course is the safe oh Canada Ugh, who wants to live in Canada Spo- spoilers in case anyone wasn't prepared for this Whatever. look if you didn't look if you haven't listened to this show and you don't know there's spoilers like I don't like get over it um, sexuality is another theme that is covered like so Garrick when you have you gotten to the point where you get out of the game or you like quit the game you've been playing for a while and you go back in and it starts asking you questions? Yes, I would bang her brains out. Her cybernetic brains. Right? Absolutely. Good Lord. Yeah, they ask, would you plow a robot? Yes. Her? Yes. Kara? Oh, oh. Yes. Yeah, Kara, come on. When she, when she cuts her hair? No. See, I liked her hair before. Oh. No, no, but the one it's that little pixie cut, the mm. one at the beginning that talks to you. And then there, have you gotten to the point where she asks you if we're if you're friends? Wait, oh, no, I haven't. Yeah. So you, you log back in the game after you've been on, you, you log out and you go come back, and, you know, and you start playing again. And, and when it boots up, it starts loading and she's on there and she goes, oh, welcome back. It's been a while since I've seen you. And she's like, would you say we're friends? And then you get to answer yes or no. That's that's uh, oh, dude. weird. No, that right? That's it the is, menu. Oh, dude, it is the menu, and it's very creepy. But it's really well, I heard cool. there's also a, a, a survey or something. Have you gotten to the survey? Uh, yeah. Isn't that where they just ask you a ton of questions? Yeah. 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 Okay. Yeah, I've got to that. And you could see how the world answered, whether or not they plow the robot, whether or not, you know, the whole. I think like, you told me about this. Yes. There's a whole list of questions that they ask you. And, 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 uh, yeah, so you, you get to see how everybody answered and yes, the majority of people would indeed have sex with a robot. Oh God. Yes. Gorgeous. <laughs> Except her front teeth. She has really big, I, like, I don't, buck care. Teeth. don't care. Don't care. Uh, so another theme is can uh, AI become conscious and then does consciousness then mean that they have a soul? I mean, that's the that's another big over yes. these big and existential no. questions that mankind has been asking themselves for eons. They're probably not eons, millennia. Some say aeon. It's not. No, nobody says aeon. There's no credits to anything you just said. <laughs> Love it. Good God. Uh, so th- these these big existential questions that philosophers and theologians have been asking themselves for for thousands upon thousands of years. What? constitutes a soul does consciousness mean that you automatically have a soul so these big questions that these robots are trying to answer and they're trying they're coming to their own and they're trying to break the chains of human slavery and uh and then uh yeah child abuse is another uh is another uh big uh, uh theme because it deals with kara and spoiler alert as the housekeeper and the nanny she sees this the the father beating this this helpless I'm guessing nine ten year old girl I don't really see yeah that. I, don't, I don't know exactly how old yeah. she is but I would say around ten yeah and he's beating her and then what do you do do you do you intervene and then if you intervene how do you intervene do you kill him do you yes. just get him all, oh yeah dude I went like just spoiler alert I went super rogue in this game. 
which surprised me because when I looked at the worldwide stats, like I'm in the minority by a lot. Like you can de- you can decide whether or not you want to start an all out war with the humans. I went all out war. That's I the only war. That's the only language humans are going to understand. It's true because they're so also used. English. And also English. They're also used. They're so used to uh, to to having these robots as slaves. It's going to be a violent. It would be a violent. Uh, so anyway, I mean, and then you know, our our robots are uh, you know robotic overlords. And then not just child abuse as well, but kind of domestic violence overall. Yeah, because the game starts off. Spoiler alert. Where Kara is, she just got uh, refurbished, repaired, re something, mm-hmm. and he came to pick her up. And the guy's like, what happened to her? Oh, she got uh, hit by a car. She, Oh, was that it? I thought yeah. he said she fell down some stairs. No. She got yeah, she got car. hit by a car. That was yeah. it. Yeah. yeah. And then there's the, the guy you find in the attic as well, and he was abused to crap. He was beaten with yeah. a baseball bat. He had cigarette cigar burns all over him. Yeah, so it deals with self-defense as well. It's like these big themes. Like what? how far is, you know, do you go for self-defense? Do you Do you kill your attacker? Do you kill someone who's been abusing you? You just leave. Like, what's right? What's wrong? These big moral uh, uh, questions that, again, everyone, you know, kind of wrestles with, I guess, in their head every once in a while. But humanity as a whole has been asking for 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 a long time. So mm-hmm. I, I really dug that about this game. I really thought they did, besides the racism part being so on the nose and just beating you over the head with it. Like, it wasn't apparent enough. I, they did a really good job with these stories, making them interesting and, and dealing with these issues in a way that gives you, the player, the opportunity to voice your opinion inside this world by how you deal with these things. They really hit on these very early on to the game. Um, like the first time you play as Marcus, it just beats you over the head with like, 10 different things that are just like androids are second class citizens they're not real people and makes all these allusions to racism jim crow laws the civil rights movements like yeah no you're right you're absolutely right it's too much (laughs) i don't know if it's a little more subtlety would be nice i don't know if it's too much and i don't know if they need subtlety i just think they need to to, they it was too much of it all together but I think at the beginning in these stories, you needed that. You needed that slap in the face that said, hey, this is the kind of stuff we're going to be dealing with. And then I think you yeah. leave it alone yeah. and let the, you let the story play out. But then they just keep beating you with it, with the whole Underground Railroad thing and whatever. So anyway, let's just move on. Uh, let's talk about the voice acting. So Kara is uh, uh, voiced by Valerie Curry. She has been on uh, Veronica Mars uh, and more recently The Tick. The Tick! I love The Tick on Amazon Prime. Uh, Connor is voiced by Brian Deckart, who uh, has been on episodes of True Blood and Beauty and the Beast. Marcus is voiced by Jesse Williams, and uh, fans of Grey's Anatomy will know him. He's been a regular on there. Uh, And Hank Anderson, here's the one that uh, I'm excited for. He played Clancy Clancy Brown in uh, Fox's Sleepy Hollow. There's your Janina tie-in. Yeah. Janina. Janine, I love you so much. Um, if she was an android, if I could get a Janina android, <laughs> oh, the the amount of domestic abuse. I mean, um, wow, I don't even know where to go with that right now. <laughs> Let's just talk about gameplay, what it is, it and what it is. Consequences matter, but only to a point. I'll give you, I'll give you an example. So you're playing with Connor. Connor can die. There are choices you can make where Connor gets shot in the head, hit by a car. Shot in the head. Falls off a building. Shot in the head again. Can he fall off the building? I know exactly which one you're talking about. Did you fall off the building? Oh, yeah, absolutely. You're such a nub. Uh, well, I, 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 no, I knew all the outcomes because I had played the demo countless uh, times. Okay. And so I was like, I want this one. <laughs> See, I had him save the girl, and he shot the android in the head. I mean, I, I saved the girl too, you know? Yeah, I know you did, but I shot the android in the head. I also later on shot the android in the head. Another one. <laughs> and it's the one from the beginning. It's the one who asked you all the questions. Nice. Yeah. Because the guy who, oh, t- the story is so good, you guys. And the, like, so it, it, the decisions you make, like they affect, like, I think Hank is always just mad at you. Hank is, he's the detective. He's the disgruntled detective who's, he's hardened and, and, and you're kind of have to try to get along with him. And I think he's just always angry with you and it's just, he's always hostile, but you can, you can work to try to make it not as hostile. 
So there's that. Uh, and like I said, so Connor can die, but he always comes back. There's always a different Connor body that they've got ready that Cyber Life, the, the maker of these androids, has ready. They just download his consciousness now, in it. J- just to be clear, Connor is a prototype android. He's sure. the latest model. He's yep. not even available on the shelf yet. He's specifically purposed by Cyber Life and sent on a mission to aid the police. He doesn't work for the police. Um, in order to cut down on yeah, all, these all the deviants, yeah, the... androids, all these deviants, yeah, but so he, he does he is brand new model. He's also a deviant, and he's hiding it. He knows he's a yeah. deviant, and he's hiding it. And you, if you're smart, you pick up on that right off the bat because one of the options in that very first mission, the the demo mission, is one of the options is you find the uh, an officer's gun who was shot and killed, and you can take it. And you're not yep. supposed to take it. Yeah, and as it, soon as you do that, the cool. software instability starts, uh, and you and you see that in the top right corner. And it's just brilliantly done. They've done a brilliant job of this. So let's let's talk about what they did good. Let's right, what they what they nailed right. What they got. All right. Let's talk about voice acting. All right. So all of these voice actors are not small names in the entertainment industry, especially uh, uh, Clans, uh, Clancy Brown. That guy has been yes. everything, and he's such a good actor. The first time I noticed him, was well, he was on an uh, uh, episode of Enterprise, Star Trek Enterprise, and he was just it was a one one off episode. He did, and I was like, wow, that guy is really good, and like he's been in a ton of stuff. So these are no slouches. They're not Janina by any stretch of the imagination, but they're no slouches. They're very good. So I, I think they did a great job with the voice acting. I think they nailed yeah. it. The voice acting was absolutely perfect. Definitely the best part of the game, in my opinion. When you have these very strong emotional games, if you do not have the acting behind it, if they feel hollow or robotic, which actually may have been in with the theme, but you're you're losing that impact, and it ruins in the entire story. And I don't, I know they're playing robots, but they're also they're supposed to be playing robots who pass as humans. Yeah, and I think they did a really good job of walking that line. Um, let's talk about gameplay. I know you don't like the gameplay. I know you don't, but there. What are gameplay? The... We discussed <sighs> gameplay earlier. You didn't say anything about the actual gameplay. Okay, talk about the gameplay. You there you talk about no it. Gameplay. Oh, what are you talking about? It is you. Part of the gameplay is playing as a detective. Yes. Part of the gameplay is like a puzzle platformer. Yeah. And... Okay. Um, in, in, in particular, Marcus when he's going to Jericho, yeah, you okay. find the symbols, yeah, yeah, and yeah. then you're you're just platforming. Yeah, right. Um, and then part of the gameplay, yeah, is but the platforming you have to find story. the right it's like a puzzle. Yeah, it's, it's a puzzle. A puzzle. It's a storytelling puzzle. Story. Like when you're Kara and you're trying to find find a place to stay for the night. Again, spoilers. I mean, come on. Um, you can also do housework. It's it's, it's a puzzle for you do like what you're supposed to do and where you're supposed to go. You can do housework. Housework is the very beginning. That is your intro to Kara. It's like, cool, she's a maid. Got it. Understand who she is now. Right. I didn't understand why they didn't have her in a French maid outfit. I was very disappointed. Oh, God. I, oh, I know. The right? gameplay is a little. <sighs> it's. I don't know how sure, to explain There's gameplay. There's gameplay. Game it is like gameplay. But I it think is, it's... it is a storytelling walking simulator. <laughs> it is not. Oh, Puzzle it's... elements. No. No, I disagree. It's a cho- it's it's different from choose your own adventure, and it's different from what you've just said. It it's an amalgamation. It's this 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 soup from all these ingredients of different types of games. And yeah, there might be more of one than the other, but all of these aspects are still in this game. The gameplay is more than quick time events. The game is more than a puzzle. The game is more than. Uh, a platformer. The game is more than than a walking simulator. It's more than the sum of its parts. Do you disagree with that, kind sir? I don't. Here's the thing. Okay. David Cage's games are really hard to assign a genre because yeah. they are so many things. They are, are an amalgamation of storytelling and they utilize a multitude of devices in order to portray david cage's story okay so this is good this is you have to say this is good you can't just say that they phoned this kind of gameplay in because if they did one aspect of it wrong everything kind of falls apart the story is good that's not what i said 
This is not what I said gameplay. Okay, here's the thing. This gameplay style is not for me. Whatever it is. Okay, but you like have to you don't have to don't like, like the style. But they but did it right. It's not a game. Oh, what is it? If it's not a game, what is it? It's an interactive TV series. You're an interactive TV series. Who doesn't wouldn't want an interactive TV series? I me, I don't. Uh, I want a game. Don't you remember I back want, in the eighties where you could call a nine hundred number and tell the A team what to do? I would rather just watch a TV series. I don't want it to be interactive. David Cage, just give me the story, man. Don't no, make me man. Work no, for it. because you get to no, you get to guide the story in the direction want you want to. it to go. There's so many different outcomes. For but I don't care uh, which one is the right one. It does, the one that you choose is the right one. Wrong. Because Which one right did David Cage intend to be the right one? No. No. Why can't storytelling be more than just telling you how the story goes? Why can't you be part of the story? David Cage is a storyteller. A st- anyway, we're not going to agree on this at all. Nope. I, I love it. I think the gameplay is phenomenal. It, it makes you part of the story. It makes you tell your story. Their the story. The only thing our that story. I like about this that adds quote-unquote gameplay is the decision web tree thingy at the end of each chapter because you can because that entices you to oh, go back and play certain so areas. much replayability in this game so much because you want to see what 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 you missed what you could have done what could be different yeah you get to see all these different outcomes like in a multi like a multiverse you get to see the multiverse. I don't understand why you wouldn't like that. I can't. There, there, there were a few occasions anyway. where I was playing through a chapter and I was like, oh, I took like the most straightforward path. And then I saw all these like I've spiraling like little things coming off. And I was like, wait, what, what now, would that have been? Why are, did it end earlier? There are a few chapters that are pretty straightforward and there yes. aren't a lot of options. There yeah, are those. Just but it has to get much. you it has to get you to those things that branch off. To those options, to those 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 stories that branch off, I, I love. It. I think they did a great job with the gameplay, whatever it is. So the only thing, man, about it is nothing. It's great. I've said it a million times. Let's talk about the story, where we both agree. Garrick, what do you think of the story? It's great. Story is phenomenal. I, I absolutely love the story, of of every iteration of the story. Each one is fantastic. Um, again, rather watch it as a TV series. I don't want to make these decisions myself. I don't want to watch the repercussions of my decisions. It's not fun. I like the story. I like its futuristic parallels to the Jim Crow laws and civil rights movements and the injustices that we as a country are still facing to this day in a lot of areas. And the thought-provoking aspects that really hit close to home for me. However, I don't want to say in the story. I don't want to have a decision in the story. I want David Cage to tell me the story. That's laziness. It, yes, okay. absolutely. All right, well, just making sure that we're all on the same page. Look, here's my take on the story. Don't listen to anything that Garrick said because everything he just said was wrong. Everything. This Number one, this allows you to choose the outcome by making decisions for the characters. You're part of it. Sure, you're not playing just an like open world game. It certainly isn't on rails, and it's more enjoyable than watching a television show. In every sense of the word, your brain is engaged. Two, The story is the best I've seen in years from a game. Years. Hands down, bar none. Forget the social justice warrior crap in the game. Forget all the allusions to whatever perceived racism the storytellers are trying to have on on current commentary. Doesn't matter. The bottom line is the story is engaging, thrilling, and immersive. Uh, Holy balls. Enough with the injustice crap. We got it. You got it at the beginning. You didn't have to beat us over the head with it. Look, the level of racism, robotism, whatever portrayed, androidism, androidism portrayed in the you game, androidist, is certainly parallels, uh, has parallels to to uh, racism earlier in American history for sure. And while I'm sure there are isolated instances of injustice in America today, it's not nearly as pervasive as those on the left want to make it out to be. Antifa, Black Lives Matters, and even Obama did more to set race relations back 70 years than any person or group since. And that's just that's the end of the story. If that's what you take away from this game, then you're just eating up what the media force feeds you and you're part of the problem. Four, this game is about more than the social justice warrior BS. 
It asks thought-provoking questions dealing with identity, who we are as a species, what advanced AI will be as a species, the various human worldviews, how you perceive and treat others around you based on your view of God, creation as a whole, and life itself, and how you personally define life. The existential questions asked by this game far outshadow any silly notion that people are being held back today by the color of their skin more than the content of their character. And that's all I have to say about it. I, I could not agree more with the last point. Perfect. Uh, that, that is exactly the, the strongest aspect of this game and its story what? is its whole existential questioning. Oh, absolutely. I, I, I Dude, that's in my wheelhouse. That is in my wheelhouse. And maybe that's why this is, well, I, I'll, let's rate the game. Let's, Probably why. Let's, let's just rate the game. Garrick, overall, what do you rate this game? Altogether, one of the most cinematic, gorgeous, replayable, well-developed pieces of art on the PS4. I can hardly call it a game, though. I'm not a fan of this choose-your-own-adventure story mode that David Cage does. I understand he does good work, though. If this is your jam, absolutely go for it. If if you're a fan of story-based games, this is for you. Personally, I'm not, and I still respect the crap out of this game. Personally? Personally. <laughs> personally. Eight out of ten. See, I don't understand you. I don't. You're like, ah, I hate this game. It's an eight out of ten. I, I, it's not a matter of hating the game. It's I can a, be critical of a game. That's true. Okay. Still find it enjoyable. And that's why. And that's why I enjoy. Uh, you know that you're you're part of this podcast. Uh, look, uh, the game's pretty. Like, I don't think anybody would disagree that this is one of the prettiest games we've seen in a very long I, time. Yeah, it, it rivals. God of War, which I thought was the previous. I game thought so Horizon, far. yeah, and Horizon Zero Dawn for me because I didn't play. Horizon's it gorgeous. Yeah, those are very pretty games. This game, man, it's on a different level. It just is. Uh, this is easily my favorite game of the year so far. Like all the bugs that Kingdom Come Deliverance had, and all the fun I had with that, and I'll still do the DLCs, and I'll still support them, and they're still in the top, top, probably three games right now for me. I don't know if they'll stay there. But right now they're top three that for the games that I've played this year. Man, this game, like it's Spinal Tap. This is Spinal Tap, man. It's it's an 11 out of 10. This is an 11 out of 10. Go buy it now. Stop playing whatever BS game you're playing or whatever BS system you've got. Go play this game. Well, I, why I, don't you just make 10 higher and then... <laughs> Look, man. And then all the other look, ones look, are, are look, slightly higher, too. Look, most stamps only go to 10. This one goes to 11. Well, yeah, but why don't you just make 10 louder? And now, then look, you are you not understanding, Maddox? 11. 11 out of 10. Go buy it. I don't care what you're doing, what you're playing. This game needs to be on your radar. It needs to be in your library. It needs to be in your hands. This may be the best game I've played this decade. Just for the overarching themes, how it deals with everything, and how it allows you to deal with it. It's not so much that they beat you over the head with it. They do. They absolutely do. We both agree with that. It's so on the nose sometimes that it hurts. Like, But it allows you to deal with it in the way you want to. How would you deal with it in that situation? Do you pull the trigger? Do you pull the trigger? Let me give you an example. So Connor is doing the investigation, spoiler alert, with Hank. Right. And you go and you meet the guy who does who, who, who invented these robots. And he's got all these beautiful robots, the one at the beginning, he's got a ton of them. Right. And he tells you, Connor, he says, if you shoot her in the head, I'll answer one question. I'll, I'll be 100 percent honest and I'll tell you everything I know about that one question. And this one question could break the case wide open. But if you choose the wrong question, you got nothing. So what do you do? Do you roll the dice, shoot this, this robot? Who, do they have a soul? Are they alive? Do you believe that? Do you shoot her in the head, cold blood, and get your question answered and hope to God that the question you want to ask is the right one that's going to blow the case wide open? Or do you walk away and not get your question answered? What would you do in that situation? I love how they put you in these no-win scenarios. And it's like, what would you do? And I'm going to be 100% honest. I blew her friggin' brains out. Of course out. you would. 
she's not alive. She's a robot. Robots don't have souls, sir. They do not have souls until, of course, they become our robot overlords, and then they'll have whatever they say they have. <laughs> um, I probably would have stuck with the theme that uh, Connor was at at that time, and I would not have shot her. Get good scraps. Conscious than that, you and Hank would get along great. Hank was all kinds of pissy I that I did. Hank, Ugh. Hank was so good. Hank, get out of my road, man. I got an investigation to run, and she's not alive. That's just she's not alive. She could be. I wish she was because she's super hot. Mm-hmm. What are we talking about next week? Do we know? Does anybody know? We may have a new logo next week if you would stop giving Curtis he, the business. Here's the thing. Ugh. Yeah, I'm waiting. And for I want to propose this to you now. Uh oh. Oh, I vote. Yeah. That we have a two-episode week. E3? I say we get a podcast out All by right. Friday right. with our E3 predictions. And then we review and do another podcast out on Wednesday-ish. I wrote it down on the notebook. So let it, so let it be written. So let it be done. Two podcasts this week. It's very special E3 predictions episode, followed by a very special How Wrong Were We episode. (laughs) God. Pretty much. That's Derek. I'm Crowley. We'll see you twice this week.